Hello, welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast that gets to the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the 2023 Audi S6. That's right, the uh, that's right, the big performance sedan from our friends over at Audi. You can take a look at this Audi on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, while you're out there, why don't you head over to our Facebook page, click that like button. Then we get all the great Auto Week content sent directly to you. We're going to spend a ton of time talking about this Audi in just one second, but first we have to pay the bills. Do you have a car-loving little one in your life? Give them Road and Track Crew's Big and Fast Cars. Loaded with 701 amazing car facts, this hardcover book is custom-built for kids who love slick supercars, powerful monster trucks, and record-smashing speed machines. The only thing your little one needs to drive Road and Track Crew's Big and Fast Cars is a license for fun. Road and Track Crew's Big and Fast Cars is on sale now at Amazon.com. And Patrick, I'm here today to talk about the 2023 Audi S6. Patrick, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited to hear all about this uh, fine, sporty sedan. Well, Patrick, I could tell you all about it, but then I'd be, you know, we might double uh, double dip into what I talked about when I walked around the thing, so oh. we can go to that right now. So the A6 and S6 both kind of getting a little long in the tooth. That being said, uh, this thing still rips. Obviously not. It's it's not the RS6 Avant. This is a sedan through and through, not even a liftback. Why is the thing special? Well, I'll tell you. The 2.9 liter V6 under the hood. Uh, famously, I have not necessarily been the biggest fan of this engine for some reason uh, when it's been implemented in other products. The Bentley, yeah, I thought it was a little, a little noisy, not necessarily refined with the hybrid system. But I believe there's no hybrid system here, just 444 horsepowers of V6 Fury. Uh, also, the S6 just looks absolutely, I'm not going to say it's beautiful, you know, it is, I think it's striking. I think it's a very good looking car. Overall, the styling is relatively restrained, I think is a, a fitting word. The wheels, though, are pretty striking. I like think wheels are pretty, pretty fun. And it's rolling on a set of square, obviously, Bridgestone Terenza tires. 255, 35, 21. So uh, 21's not even a big wheel anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty big as far as I'm concerned. And it's 35 series tires, pretty narrow on the sidewall. But we live in interesting times on the interior. Obviously, you're getting an Audi. One thing before I've totally closed the door, electrical door handles. So it is a bit weird. Uh, this is a Prestige. So I don't, I don't know if that's <laughs> across the board, but I'm, I know on the Prestige, it's electric. So it gets, there's a bit of a learning curve. Of course, you have the Audi. Digital cockpit, great instrument cluster. Always been a big fan of it. You can cycle it through to your map. So you're in a speedometer like I have it set and some other options. It's great. To the right of the digital cockpit, you got a stacked screen situation. You have your infotainment screen, works pretty well. I just have it locked into Apple CarPlay because I am one of those guys. Love the Apple CarPlay. Below that is maybe the biggest flaw. Again, one of the biggest flaws with this uh, digital HVAC controls well laid out. I'm a fan of it. It works very well. But if you hate digital climate control, sorry, you're out of luck. Monostable gear selector, still physical gear selector, but a monostable. This has a sunroof. Obviously, it's an A6, S6, so plenty of space. The seats are very comfortable. Quilted leather. Very spacious interior. Uh, some fun stuff. Exposed carbon on the dashboard, on the lower dash, on the lower rung. I like that, and also on the door panels and the little inserts. Very fun, lives up to the sporty. And the headliners like this cloth material, which I like. It's better than, I imagine it's more durable than ultra suede in the sense that you can clean it. But does it matter at all? No, quite frankly, none of this matters. Unless it drives well. So let's take this out on a quick spin. So you like the looks. This Audi, especially the S6, 
looks sporty as much as a big sedan can look sporty but it's also mm-hmm. so restrained in the styling oh, yes it's got a massive grill but it just looks very elegant whereas maybe other automakers have exaggerated some front fascias or yes some other lines and i think this looks really like i believe like you talked about with the cadillac uh ct5e blackwing it's very constrained which i think is good yeah i mean i think part of the point of vehicles like this is to be a little bit of a sleeper right like you know it's not that it's has some insanely fast crazy engine but you know what do you say about 444 horses you know it's quick but I'm just saying that, like, if you're buying this car, you're not necessarily looking for some something that jumps out as like, oh, my God, this is, like, insane. It's more just like, okay, no, this is a very staid, elegant luxury sedan. And, oh, hey, it also, you know, hauls ass. No, totally. That being said, Patrick, let's take this out on a quick little drive. How does that sound? That sounds excellent. And away we go on our quick spin. Uh, so the drive selector... There is dynamic, and then there's comfort, and then there's, of course, sport. I've got a set in a dynamic. It seems to respond well to throttle inputs. Comfort, uh, unfortunately, when I was cruising around in it, throttle tip-in was not great, and it wasn't super responsive. Uh, and with dynamic, you know, it still softens things up when you're just, like, partial throttle, but when you want to romp on it, it definitely responds well. It's quick to react to the changing of your dynamism. I might have been a little harsh on the climate control panel. There are some fun features in it, <laughs> like the the rear shade up buttons, kind of fun. There's a lot of fun things within the lower touch panel, but like, yeah, if you don't like digital HVAC, you're probably not gonna like it still. And we're romping. When you are full throttle, you get some nice snaps and crackles from the exhaust, a nice throaty tone. Uh, overall, the exhaust note. I didn't find it as offensive as I previously have found this V6. I don't know what has compelled me to either not enjoy it or enjoy it now. Maybe just different tunings. I don't know. I, I can't. I have to go back and really think about maybe if I drive another Bentley hybrid to really flesh this one out of, uh, of why I don't really like it in hybrid form. But it's fine. It's, it's great here. Very Sounds good. I enjoy it. Steering's light. The suspension is soft. Very, very soft. There's some dive and rolls, which is fine. Soaks up the bumps. Very quiet. This is this is a highway destroying vehicle. I love it. Uh, but like I said, it it's not Kansas flat. It rolls with the punches. Uh, it dives under heavy braking. It rolls uh, when you throw some lateral G's at it. Which for me, I don't care. It's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. This is not an RS7. It's not. A track monster. This is a luxurious, kind of expensive at $91,000 how, how it's equipped. Uh, expensive in the grand scheme. I don't necessarily think it's a bad value. Uh, but this is, not, this is not this is not a world-beating sports car. This is a, a luxurious, sporty, fun, highway monster, which I'm a fan of. If I could afford one of these, I would uh, not be opposed to adding one to the old stable. Uh, that being said, I don't think I'll be able to afford one anytime soon. Audi, if you hear a call from me saying I want one of these, it's because I just suddenly came into a lot of money. That being said, I am going to head back to the studio where we can discuss things further. If you're looking for a once-in-a-lifetime trip, look no further than Hudson Quattrocento. Road and tracks rally through upstate New York and Connecticut, taking place October 17th through the 20th. 
It'll be four glorious days of peak fall foliage, curated group drives, luxury accommodations, and delicious local eats with exciting pit stops along the way. Learn more at experiences.roadandtrack.com. Hey, I'm impressed that you'd say that you would think about, I mean, you drive a lot of cars. Like, you you really would consider putting this one in your garage if, if you had the means? Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be my first choice. It wouldn't be like the car that I'm going to immediately say, all right, I'm going to go down. I just won. I haven't even cashed the check. I'm going to make a really financially risky move and spend money I do not have. Uh, it would probably be, it would be my like normal driving car, perhaps. So like the third or fourth car in the roster of cars I would purchase immediately upon winning. But th- that's not saying that's like four days away. That's like day two, the, the day right. two purchase spree. Gotcha. When maybe like, you know, you've calmed down a little bit, you realize you might want something a little bit practical, you know, you don't want everyone to start chasing you everywhere. So why not get something that's wonderful, but a little bit more subdued? I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I can't drive my 918 Spider everywhere. Eventually, I will have yeah. to go to the grocery store. <laughs> so there, there is that, of course. Mm-hmm. No, I, it's totally fair. Totally fair. Uh, so you, you like the engine a little bit more than you remember. That is the question that I have for myself, and I don't understand it as to why. I believe, and listeners will correct me, I'm most certain if I'm mistaken about this, but this is the same powertrain used in the Bentley and Porsche hybrids, the same engine, at least the same internal combustion engine. Uh-huh. Uh, unless Volkswagen Group has like eight different 2.9 liter turbocharged <laughs> engines, which I, I doubt, but I might still be mistaken, so I apologies. But I remember driving the Bentley Flying Spur hybrid and just not liking the engine note i mean the car was phenomenal of course but the engine note kind of rubbed me the wrong way it seemed Uh kind of like it just didn't sound right you know what i mean and uh, the bentley tuning different but uh in this audi i really enjoyed it it was at the very worst not offensive which is a baseline positive but when Uh you're under heavy throttle and you hear the snaps you heard it a little bit in the audio section yeah the snaps on the shift and the eight speed very quick on the shift it's thoroughly enjoyable powertrain experience i Though my one gripe, the drive selection is not joking around. The drive mode selector, it is not lying to you. Yeah. The comfort mode is comfortable and it makes everything very lazy, which Mm -hmm. good advertising. They're not lying to me, which I appreciate and respect, but I don't want it. Lie to me, Audi. Just say it's comfortable, (laughs) but still make it as aggressive as humanly possible. I'm kidding. Uh, the, The comfort mode is pretty lazy on throttle input and shift logic, at least from my experience when driving a thing. So dynamic mode is like that sweet spot where you can still get some comfort uh, Mm -hmm. with part throttle. But when you tell the car we want to go, it will switch the throttle map, it felt like, pretty quickly to give you that more aggressive throttle uh, on input to make the car go when you want it to go, which I feel is important. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I I appreciate that those... uh you know, drive modes actually feel different because I, you know, I think, I don't know, uh, I don't have any specific examples for this, but I feel like when those like kind of started, there's almost a little bit more like a gimmick or something, but I've noticed that more and more you really do, and not just with Audis, but like you really do like very palpable distinction in some cases between the different modes. That being said, Patrick, we are getting to near the end of the show. We're kind of sprinting through this one, it feels. It feels like it's a fast one, kind of like this Audi. But on a quick spin, Patrick, we've tried to get to the essence of the automobile. And the 2023 Audi S6 uh, Prestige is no exception. So, Patrick, I'm here to talk about why this thing matters. And it matters for a few reasons. One, man, it's a, it's a fun car. Yeah. I'm glad Audi's still doing the performance cars. But I think the S6 
it's more than just your humdrum A6 with a sportier suspension and engine situation. I think it speaks more towards the history of Audi performance, the history of Audi in general. You know, they've always been a performance-minded car company that also happens to sell commuter spec vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, luxurious mind, but computer spe- uh, commuter spec, your A4s, your A6s, nothing wrong with them. Uh, but as they're transitioning into electrification with their, of course, fabulous line of e-tron vehicles, we drove an e-tron GT, uh, I believe last year or this year. I don't know, Patrick, they all run together. It is interesting to me, and I think the S6 speaks to this, that Audi is still dedicating at least no small part of its research and development team to making sporty and equally expensive internal combustion powertrains. Famously, Audi talked about, I believe it was Audi, and I believe it was a couple of years ago, and I might be mistaken on this, Audi has ceased further new engine development, new engine, new internal combustion engine development, which could be scary to some, but that language was oddly specific in the way that it seems like they're still developing their current fleet of internal combustion powertrain, powertrains. And I think 450, roughly 450 horsepower out of a less than three liter v6 yeah. speaks volumes to that patrick absolutely we live in the golden age of the engine and it's <laughs> absurd yeah it's almost like it's just time to move on from these internal combustions like they're perfected what else can we do i wouldn't say perfected but they're getting darn tootin close yeah, uh, yeah. B- but we'll talk about that on our engineering podcast <laughs> the, uh in the engineers uh, which oh, is dropping on the various pod- podcast platforms sometime, never. <laughs> that being said, Patrick, I think it's a good place to wrap this one up. Thank you so much for talking with me about this Audi. It was a treat to drive. And, uh, you know, you can get all your Auto Week content and more if you go to the Auto Week Facebook page. Click that like button. Uh, and it'll do exactly what I told you to do. Also, while you're cruising that superhighway, why don't you head over to our, uh, our Spotify or Apple podcast page and give us a five star. And say something nice. I would appreciate that as well. And I know I say this at the end of every episode, but I do mean it. Without your listenership, none of this could be possible. So thank you for listening.